you idiots ready? Hello and welcome to this. I've lost track of what episode it is. I'm not even going to bother trying to guess. It's 32 maybe? 33? Episode of the second season of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast. The band is all back together. Timbo has returned from fucking wherever you were, Bali? Thailand. Thailand, excellent. So Tim Davis is here. Tim, hello. Sean, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. We've introduced you first, which is weird. And Fabian. Buonasera ragazzi. Fabian is here, as always. No one says that phrase better. Still. In podcast <laughs> land, no one says it better. Um, you want to briefly run us through your holiday, Timbo? I say that with great trepidation. Briefly. Oh, you know, we went to Colac. Mm-hmm. Colac. <laughs> well, Colac, I think, is the, the right way to say it. But it's um, mainland Thailand, but very close to Phuket, so... 80k drive. Why from... is it called Phuket? Be honest. How would you pronounce it if it was anywhere else? In... Well, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. It's how the locals pronounce it. It's another language. It's a different word. Yeah, I reckon it's been Angloed. It's like night. Knight. Knight. Anyway, so but yeah, was... good holiday. So you went um, to fuck it, and then what? Uh, yep, great, great trip. Great family holiday in a resort with a, a water slide. Singlets. A uh, couple of singlets. Yes. Bing tang. Nah. No. no. Did I wear them or did I buy them? Both. No, I didn't buy any. It was you don't too need expensive. any more singlets. It actually felt like there's been a consultant, a travel consultant, gone to Cowlack and said, rather than selling everything for how much it is, quadruple the price and don't budge. Because it, it was there was like parity in cost between something that you would buy. They're going to lose their edge that way, Timbo. That's well, going to hit the economy hard. Well, that's what I reckon. Having said that, they only need to sell a quarter of the shit they were selling. And they're breaking even. Very true, Sean. So, I mean, maybe it's sound business in the end. Um, we're going to start with shout-outs. And I've yep. got a very special shout-out. We put this on uh, the Twitter. We, I even went so far I've made an executive decision, and I put this on the Twitter myself. <laughs> I think when it comes to Twitter, most decisions of yours are executive. So. <laughs> it's a dictatorship. Um, did anyone watch Battle at Big Rock? You I did. Put aside yes. eight minutes of your time? I did. Has this got anything to do with Jurassic Park? Jurassic World. So... Let me guess. That we have a pre-production rock. meeting. That we're going to keep it a tight 45. Really running. Allowed <laughs> we're to push going to run to. Jurassic World. And you're going to bring up Jurassic, Jurassic World. Jurassic World is as much a part of this podcast's DNA. Absolutely. As I like what you did there. Spot on. <laughs> as the mosquito was. And uh, you know, what, was, what did they use? Uh, frog DNA in, uh, to patch up the missing code in the original. Right. Dino DNA, <laughs> as the Mr. DNA strand Mr. Said. DNA. <laughs> yeah. So you know you watched it? You didn't watch it. You wouldn't have fucking watched it. No. I watched it. It was fine. I enjoyed it for yeah. what it was. So basically it picks up the story after Jurassic World Two. I haven't seen it. Otherwise known as Jurassic Park Five. And it sets <laughs> oh, it when I do that with the Star Wars franchises, he doesn't like it. What? When I say Star no, Wars. No, because you you be like deliberately obtuse. And you're like the second one. I'm like, Attack of the Clones. You go, No, Empire it's chronology. It's chron- chronological story. I anyway, only do it now because it it irritates. It works. Mm. And, um, and who who knew that Star Wars was doing Tarantino before Tarantino did? Just play the story out of sequence and well, that's exactly stick it right. all back together. Quentin Tar- Everyone thinks Quentin rips off like you know Far East cinema no one's ever heard of or seen. No, no, no. He just picks from the classics. Yeah. Modern American cinema. Battle of Big Rock takes place a year after Jurassic World Two, where the animals escape the compound, and um, it's basically like humanity's. Positioned as humanity's first interaction with dinosaurs in the wild. I've got a few problems with that. It's been a year. I get it that they're in the wilderness, they're in the woods. Like, I understand that. But the second, the film ended with a, a velociraptor sitting atop a literal suburbia. It would have eaten someone within the hour. Correct. 
but we apparently we haven't seen many of them. They're, they're probably. Is I this thought, a real movie? It's a short film. It's an eight-minute short eight, film. Eight-minute movie. And I thought I thought the best part of it though. I was couldn't even sit through that when they did the um, yeah you'd fall asleep at the four-minute mark. Yeah. Wake up six minutes. What happened? What I missed? And still form an informed opinion. You try to at least. Um, I thought the best bit was when they did all the like mock viral videos of humans encountering dinosaurs at the end. At the end, like the home videos, people Fantastic. recording on a on like an iPhone of like a, I don't know if it's a triceratops, but a big lumbering thing walks across a, a highway and knocks a guy off the highway. A pterodactyl steals. They throw up birds in the oh, air. They throw birds in the like air. Doves in the air at a wedding, like and a pterodactyl swoops in and gets them. <laughs> but yeah, so it's obviously setting up what comes next. And I, for one. I feel like I'm a bit of a minority. Like, i got a sweet spot for Jurassic World series, Jurassic Park series. I, for one, like where it's going, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I haven't liked where they've taken it to, but now that they're there, they've been creative. Genie's out of the bottle, Timber. Yeah. They can't go back. They what, what are we talking it. about next? John Wick? No, no, we're waiting for John Wick Chapter 4. John Wick Chapter 3 was a pretty darn good movie. You haven't seen any of them. No. Your, your shout-out, Timbo? Um, look, I'm not very original here. Okay. We lost a... Um, one of the greats of the AFL game um, from a playing perspective this last week in Luke Hodge. I think Luke Hodge has divided, sure divided opinion um, at times over the last few years, sort of, you know, pushing the line a little bit too hard from a physicality perspective. Some people thought he was a bit dirty at times when he got a bit old and grouchy and all that sort of stuff. But he's wily. Yeah. Crafty veteran, Timbo. <laughs> uh, but look, at the end of the day, his contribution to the game, the way that he played it, um, I, I think he's he's going to be remembered as one absolutely. of one of the absolute greats, and um, and it's it, it'll be a sad thing to no longer see Luke Hodge playing AFL football because he I, gave plenty. I just always hated those the debate, you know the oh yeah the Judd. I hate all the debates. You know, this as we said, they're still talking about Judd versus Kennedy in the mm. trade. I mean, it's boring. Do you yeah, know what as I you said? You both you're allowed to have a successful trade. That's both the best ways. trade ever. But yeah, well, everyone still says it's Sean Denham and um, John Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> they always carry on about that one. That sure, Denham was... and John Barnes. What was that trade? It was a direct swap between Geelong and Essendon. That's oh, so when yeah, Barnes but, went but, from yeah. Essendon to Geelong, and Denham went from Geelong to Geelong Essendon. won that comfortably. Well, I would say so. I mean, Denham at least was a you know, Premiership player. He was an asshole, Tim. Oh no, Denham. What an have asshole, you got to weigh? Assholes are people's too. <laughs> what have you got to weigh? In? You got Luke Hodge? Or Luke you, or Hodge? Do you no, want no, no. Yeah, no, no, full props to Luke Hodge. No, my shout-out was to Rory and Belinda Sloan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a nice um, story, This wasn't time it? last year, they received the devastating news of, obviously, she had a, a pretty late miscarriage, I think it was. So, yeah, stillborn um, child, yeah. So, um, yeah, baby Sonny has arrived. Um, Sonny Leo. Oh, Sonny. Right. Well, no, no, just the point being that Leo, Leo was, was the, the name yeah. that they gave to oh, that. I didn't know, but yeah, it's just just so, a good it's good yeah. news, you know. Well, this time last year, that you know how sad and devastating it was. That new life, so all good, absolutely. Um, we won't tread over it. Today's been obviously a very emotional day. It was Spud's Spud for all his funeral, and there was an ill-fated record mm, last week. We yeah. we did it. We did it. We did a pod. Yeah, we did it. A little we bit just of couldn't a, extract it off the. Uh, we did the, a bit of a tribute to Spud, obviously, when we we did our record last Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, had a, a few gremlins getting it off the recorder. But uh, but just saying, given all the tributes that have come since, that mm. you know, we're not going to tread over that. You know, other than to say, you know, valet to the. And I think the point we made, you know, which has been echoed, um, yeah. and we were sort of we were repeating a little bit. But from our point of view, I think, um, you know, credit to Spud for he was very much a, a product of a of a bygone era, and I mean that in the best way. 
you know, football became or football media became very serious all of a sudden in the early 2000s. And you could see he was very much a product of league teams and wild world of sports. And uh, it was refreshing that there was someone, along with that Triple M team as well, there was someone who um, was lighthearted, fun, jovial, and, and a real point of difference in a media landscape that, like I said, had, had gotten awfully um, awfully stiff yeah. you know, very quickly. So, um, and, and the irony that his joviality mm. uh, was um, juxtaposed with the mental health issues that well, he had throughout the, his life you know, as the, well. The case a lot of the time, which is mm. which is terribly tragic. And I, I know Fabian, obviously, you would have listened to the yeah. simulcast. So that okay, I'll give a shout out to that because and we mentioned this last week. No one heard it. Well, you and I did, Sean. But yeah, um, yeah. well, we heard it when we live. The simulcast. We uh, Triple M Sen did the two-hour special of the rub, and I think uh, Kelly even said to me, she goes, you know, you, you're going to love it. It's going to be great. And I was like, I was so looking forward to it, but I, I, I knew there was going to be a point where I'd break down. Was there a bit of closure as well? Like, um, not, not as in, like, I don't mean that flippantly. What, but what in- got me, because I think everyone handles everything differently, but it opened up with Gaz saying that he felt like shit on the following day, on the Tuesday. So and he was in the car, JB rang him, and they had a half-hour conversation just telling stories about Spud. And Gaz said, and obviously Gaz has been fighting his his own demons with mental health. And he said, I instantly felt better. Yeah. And weirdly on that Monday, last Monday, I felt I felt very affected by I think a lot of people news. just felt sick in the guts about it. Mm, like I, I was surprised about how affected I was. And then listening to that Saturday, it, it was it was just a bit of, you know, just reminiscing about all the, all the fun. Because I was an avid Triple M Saturday, Rub Friday, Rub listener. And yeah, shed a tear. And pissed myself laughing. Mm. And it was, um, it had everything. And I had you in the back of my head too. Every time JB did a JB, I think. Well, we said this last week. I'm, I fully respect, and I actually admire their Triple M and the rub and, and Triple M to this day, their point of difference in the market. And I get it why, what they've done. It's not my cup of tea, yeah. but oh, JB. <laughs> there was a lot of, stuff and JR. every time they do it, I'd laugh and then think of Sean. But yeah, no, it was great. So shout out to. Spud, may you rest in peace, and shout out to the Triple M SEN yes. crews who Excellent. got together and provided us what they did on Saturday. Changing lanes a little bit before we go, I want to give a very special shout out. Been doing a bit of work out in Ravenhall uh, this past couple of weeks, making that sweet, sweet cash. And um, I went out for uh, lunch on uh, Monday, you know, as you do at lunchtime. Get in the car, drive past. Obviously, the um, that is it in Iran. The the petrol players oil field was uh, drone bombed. And everyone's saying, you know, petrol's going to skyrocket. So I thought, oh, I could, you know, I'm on about a quarter. I'll, I'll fill up because, you know, it's cheap at the moment. And it's, it's Wednesday, bound to you don't hit Thursday, so school holiday's about to start. Exactly right. I thought, look, I can I can fill up. So I went in, uh, VP, or whatever they call it, BP Ultimate, the 98, because i gotta, I got to feed my baby the best. Yeah. Um, I think it was running at like 141. And I thought, perfect, absolutely perfect. Let's fill it up. I fill did VP at 159, so you got a very good deal. This I got 150 early in the week. This is so, Monday. Yeah. So anyway, fill up, you know, go in, blah, 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 come out. Come back out onto uh, uh, what is Ballarat Road, effectively, along stripper shops and all sorts of different bits and pieces. There's a guy behind me in a Nissan gesticulating wildly. And I'm like, you see him in the rear view, and he's like motioning wildly, and he comes, he's driving real close to me. Wasn't angry at me personally, just that someone was in his way. And, and I'm going, what is he doing? So I pull up to the slip lane, red light, to rejoin the highway, single lane, pull up. He drives around me, clips me, and then drives off into Caroline Springs. Just disappears. 
Clips you. Clips me. And I'm sitting there going, there was a moment of hesitation where he, I think he's gone, oh, fuck, I've hit him. Damage isn't bad. Like I've, the rear, rear right sort of wheel guard yeah. is a bit scuffed. So I'll get it fixed. Is it plastic? It's part of the body work. So I don't, yeah. Okay. Hopefully yeah. they'll just be able to yeah. buff it. Yeah. But anyway. He, Have you seen the Spashman Maniscalco skit? Where his Maybe. wife goes, it just needs a bit of a bit of a buffing with a bit of carnauba wax. <laughs> he goes out and he goes, the whole side of the car's been spoiled. <laughs> it's not that bad. Okay. Sebastian Maddox Elko, very funny. So anyway, this guy drives off in towards Caroline Springs, and I'm thinking, part of me was like, I got the horsepower, I could chase this cunt down. He's only, he's only in like a Nissan Maxima or something. I'm like, I could fucking get him. I got an RS. So anyway, but on, on BP Ultimate. On B fresh full tank. And I'm thinking <laughs> It's a red light. I'm a bit shocked. He pisses off. And I'm thinking, what do I do here? Shit. What's going on? Went to the Caroline Springs Police Station, which was a short drive down the road. Told the guy what's happening. He got in contact with the man. The man claims he didn't know he hit me and that he oh. ran a red light. So you got his number and all that so sort of stuff. So we got his detail. I had his license plate. Yeah. And we got his details and whatnot. So you'll uh, be getting a call from the insurance shortly. Sweet. So, At least you got, you got more assistance with that from the Caroline Springs Police Department than what I got from mate, the... Mate, it's the Wild West out there. This is fucking... From the Northcote Police Department mate. when I was assaulted by <laughs> oh, a local... Well, he, when you had all your drugs, your wanted, bag of drugs. He, he wanted your bag of drugs. When I, when I was punched in the face and... <laughs> pushed into a post box. Post box. Actually, I, pushed, I, I threw my own head into the post box. The guy used the post box as a foreign object. I did feel I did feel like ah, one, memories. One of the things, the perspective that I did have very quickly that I went into the police station and the lady before me, I'm sitting there going, you know, she's telling this really like this story about how this she's got an AVO against some guy and oh, the guys, yeah. you know, say no more. And I'm thinking, I'm like, no, no, seriously. She's like, she's being very polite and I said, I was like, no, man, I do just like scuff my car. It's not that bad. Just take care of what you need to take care of because this guy's harassing you. Go, I'll get my guy. Don't you worry. Justice is coming for you. I'll have my day. But, yeah. but take care of that first. It's going to put it in perspective. So Absolutely. Annoying. There's a little bit of damage, a little bit of paint it's damage. It's amazing how you survived the ring road. And Mate, the and ring road. I've set it on, on pod. Caroline Mate, Springs Road. I've set it on pod. It's the Wild West. It's fucking Fury Road on the ring road. <laughs> I was Dead on CityLink today and I was in the middle of the five lanes. It's like it's you know And it I is? was literally, there was like a flying V of yeah. semi-trailers uh-huh. in front of me. Mate, you know what it is? It's dead set. The unofficial autobahn of Australia. Well, when's the outer ring road coming in? I think it's sort of done, isn't it? What? The M6, whatever they're calling it. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it is. no, I'm talking about the works. They finished the works. No, on the, the E6, ring road. I think it's called. Yeah. Now they're going to build a, a, another ring road just for trucks. Oh, what awesome. wider? So you get all the trucks off the ring road. So cars use the, the ring road, and trucks use the uh, uh, essentially a freight only. Mate, the trucks, car- the trucks out there, it's hairy. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable the amount of shit they're doing out there. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, where are the police? Tight 45. No, do you know, do you know where the police <laughs> where are? are? Tight 45. They're, they're hiding in little nooks and crevices yes. to catch Fab doing four kilometres yeah. over on Plenty Road <laughs> at 11.30 at night, 70 kilometre an hour zone. Fab does 74. Oh, this, this, this fucking warrants him pulling over and giving him a loss of a demerit point. Put you in the clink. $4 billion fine. We'll let this guy, we'll let these... Meanwhile, <laughs> trucks 3 o'clock in the morning, someone drives past my house doing 320 k's an hour. <laughs> it's probably the police. <laughs> we'll let these... Oh, seriously. Trying to get the bloke that scuffed Sean's yeah, car. <laughs> they've caught him. The, Timbo, don't you don't you worry about it. The ground is shrinking beneath his feet. Cool. He will, he will be in prison before the week is out. And that's where he belongs. Uh, we're going to move on now to uh, a little bit of AFL. And this week, seriously, this week in the AFL, stupidity. 
it's, it's what was the buzzword? Yeah. Stupidity. Let's just go through some of the stupidity we were exposed to this week. Toby Green. Yeah. Stupid stupidity by Toby Green or the penalty given to Both Toby Green? By Toby Green. He, seriously, last week they contrived a hearing to get him off. Yep. They did. They contrived a result. You know, yep. they all worked hand in glove to get Toby Green off so he could play. Whatever, whatever. He comes out, he fronts the media, he's an absolute fucking smartass, post the hearing, just showing what a dumb shit he is, and then uh, he goes and does it again this week. And not only that, like you see the footage, he raked his eye, like he didn't get him in the eye, but he raked his hand across his face. And he's sitting there going, what are you doing, Toby? You moron. Do you really actually did anything? You can see. So have you seen the footage, Fab, where he flicks his like his? I don't know if no. He flicks his. You notice well. You see it. His finger flicks like he's raking his face, and you're going, "No, that's not on. It's not on." And I don't care what Lockie Neal's doing defending the guy, the players' code, all that rubbish. I don't. No th- player in the in the competition in any sport in the world wants to be lying on the ground and having a guy raking at his face. I just don't think he did though. But he did. You can clearly see the footage. I'm not out to like oh. I'm not one of those people. I don't I've care. looked at it, but I've not studied it. But I've not seen this little finger movement that you're talking about. Well, mate. you need to look at it again because <laughs> he does it. It's ridiculous. I just think there's some people that may have it in for Toby Green. I don't who care may about be him. seeing things that are not quite the, happening. I don't, I don't care about him. I think he's an absolute wind-up merchant, and I don't necessarily dislike. I think that he's about a dead-set megastar, but he's, he's a fantastic. He's, he's a flawed individual. But he's just unfortunately for Toby. I put this on Twitter. He's just not very bright. No, he's not. Sadly. He's, but he's not everybody can be. He's incredibly lucky that he's unbelievable at football, yep. and so he's going to make a mint doing that. But you just look at it and go, you just, he's a recidivist, and he keeps doing silly things. Yep. You got off it last week. You might just be trying to be a nuisance rubbing your hand on the guy's face or pulling his hair. But why risk it? But why risk it again, mate? Do you reckon Seriously. he goes again? Like, they're appealing tonight. Um, I, I think he gets off, because I just don't... Like, at the end of the day, even if he did this I think he gets claws, off. Yeah. Because I, th- I don't think he's done anything. He I, hasn't... Like, in, okay. in a system for so bloody long where they've talked about we're going to punish on the basis of the impact of what you've done and the injuries caused, nothing happens. So they've gone, they've they've been confused. This is my issue with it. They've been confused for so long about outcome versus intent. Yeah. So what is it? Is it the outcome or is it the intent? Well, we've they been can't told it's to, the outcome. They can't seem to make up their mind. Yeah, I agree. But having said that, Tom Hawkins didn't break Will Schofield's jaw. We'll talk about Tom shortly. Yeah, he was a bit shaken up, though. But he was an idiot. He threw a, he threw a fist at him from behind. He gets him with the forearm, whatever. Deserves shot. You sit there and go, well, if he breaks his jaw, he's getting five. Well, that's right. He's going to get five. So he, he shouldn't really get off him. because he missed. But he struck him. Or because he's lucky. He struck him. So Toby Green's raking at the guy's face. Toby Green isn't a surgeon. He doesn't operate <laughs> with precision. He's raking at the guy's face. You know, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. He's lucky he didn't poke his eye out. Come clean out. Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's not playing fucking Operation, Toby. Yeah. Um, so he was lucky. Second cab off the rank, Willie Rioli. Oh, my God. Has it been established what is actually going on? Well, no, it's Powerade. Yeah. Powerade or Red Bull. How does it get in there? He poured it in. He, apparently... He should have just done a, he should have just done a Vinny Chase. And there's there's so much. Hello, <laughs> hello. I love how he's laughing with me. No, I don't know. The I'm laughing at you. Um, was that uh, what was his name? Um, it was Scott Khan, but it's um, Scotty Lavin. Scott Lavin. <laughs> he, he he straps on a, a fake. Vince had to do a drug test for a role to get like, as you do in Hollywood to get insurance for a role, which is obviously Robert Downey Jr. had issues for years because of his drug habit and whatever. He couldn't get bonded, and Mel Gibson. 
basically paid put up his bond to to singing detective or something i don't know what the film was but yeah so basically Vinny Vinny chase has got to do this thing but he's did he do smoked weed or something he smoked weed yeah but he'd come out of like rehab etc etc so they're sitting there going mate if you do this drug test it's going to come up if you're stuffed so they he wore a fake cock <laughs> with um that was like rigged up with clean urine yeah so they're all sitting around a campfire and oh, not a campfire but a fire yeah and the, the test results come in and he's in the clear and everyone's like how and then he goes, don't get mad. And then he they rips- left on like a cliffhanger, has he used the fake dick? Yeah. Or will and he, he rips clean? it out. Yeah. And then Scotty Lavin ends up getting it and chasing everyone around the house. Yeah. And they're going, hello! <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. But no, so Willy Rioli, just insane. Like, you sit there and go, whatever, we don't know but the ins and outs of the story. if they see you do all this, how do you get parade in there? No, well, apparently they're not allowed to stop you. What do you mean? So I'm from Asada, and I've come to test Timbo after he's just won the Pan Packs. <laughs> And, you know, you're wearing your banana speedos. Again. <laughs> Again. 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 For an eighth time. Yeah. Uh, world record. And basically, if you try any tomfoolery, swap a sample, use a fake dick, whatever, apparently I can't say, hey, Timbo, what are you doing there, Matt? I just have to watch you and observe you and go, you've tampered with the test. Yeah. It's not my role. To tell you how to live your life. It's not my role, yeah, like Bon Jovi style. It's <laughs> not my role to tell you how to do the test. If you want to stuff it up, I just have to stand there and go like, "Thanks for your sample." Thanks for and your then sample. It's clearly it's a up sample. <laughs> thanks for your sample. It's clearly what is it? Uh, gold Rush Powerade. Yeah. Um, we'll try again. Okay. Well, the one thing that I read on Twitter, and I can't remember if it was Lee Troop true. or someone like that, Dave Colbert. Yeah, it was somebody like that. It wasn't Dave Colbert though? But basically, because it was a distance runner, and basically said, uh, "I once had to give a sample after an event." And the drug tester came with me at 3pm and I gave my sample at 10pm because he said I was so dehydrated after the event that I just, I couldn't, it took me that long to be able to give a sample. But if you have to wait that long, you wait that long. So was Willie just a bit jack of not being able to go? So he's going, oh, fuck it, I'll I'll do this. There's your fucking sample on on your way. And the reality is he will get four years for that. It's annoying. It's very, very annoying. It's, in, it's ended his career. It's very annoying, obviously, when the players put in that, and I've seen it sort of firsthand with different things. It is frustrating. You know, the player goes, have just finished a game or a training session or whatever. And it is very frustrating that you have to summon, you know, you don't have any fluid in you. Yeah. Mate, just smash down. Like, it's frustrating. It's three gold rush parades. Just smash down three gold rush parades. Leave them out of the sample test, out of the, the container. Put them in your body. Eventually, something will come out. Correct. Like it's, I get it. It's frustrating. No one likes it. Yeah. But as you've said, be a little patient. I just don't see how this, unfortunately, doesn't cost him a minimum of two years. Oh, minimum. Cannot cannot get any less than two. And 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 the worst part about it is he wasn't even covering up anything. Apparently, he was clean as a whistle. Clean yeah. as a whistle. He's sitting there going, "It's not like you actually had." Which something. is why he won't get the four. Because if they got tests before and since, do you get a discount for sheer stupidity? Maybe. You know who doesn't get a discount for sheer stupidity? Toby Green. <laughs> Toby Green, <laughs> clearly. Oh, he might do. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, no, Tom Hawkins. Yeah. Madness. Dumb. Absolute madness. Dumb. Dumb. Just, just insanity. Why would you put yourself in the position? He realises he does it straight away. Yeah. He, he realises he goes and checks on him. Yeah, he does. He goes, oh. which is at least good. Nah, he to, he's, to he's, a point. He's, he's but fuck. But you got to be miss a prelim. Yeah. Well, I was saying I'm going to face my leadership group and all that sort of stuff. Why the fuck do you do that, Tom? And Richmond, look, Richmond. I think we're always going to be too good for him. Now it's it's a they may as well seriously they may as well not even play the game. Well, it's only unpredictability that that they benefit out of that oh, gives it's a Geelong any chance. It's a Richmond Collingwood Grand Final. 
Yeah. Well, after and I've said this all along. After Lockie Whitfield's appendicitis. I might, I might not have said this on, on pod. But this is genuine. And it might upset a lot of our listeners. But if it's a Richmond Collingwood Grand Final, I'm on the pies. Yeah, but your wife barracks for the pies. Yeah. Well, I've said this about other games. I just hope they call it off. It's a no contest. <laughs> Sean's going to call in a terrorist yeah. attack. <laughs> <laughs> I have planted several bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Where? I don't know. I can't remember. It may or may not be in the Yarra Park region. It may or may not be in the Ponsford stand, the Olympic stand, the Southern stand. All levels. The whole place is rigged for demolition. Yeah. Row C. If you so much as blow the fucking first siren... Yeah. I might just get a bit She's, triggered. The, the detonator is, is the whistle. <laughs> Whose who's whistle? We won't tell you. Go, just have to find out the hard way. Um, but it's got to be the NRL whistle. Uh, I've replaced all your whistles with NRL whistles as well. This is the final indignity. Um, do we want to go on to Tim? You wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the biggest trade whisper of the week, the biggest trade whisper of the year so far. Oh, look. Certainly the highest profile. Well, I'm just, I'm fascinated. I had a couple of little discussions in our office today. Was oh, anyone there or are you just talking aloud? No, no, no. Just a couple of people have been <laughs> chatting about it. But look, I'm fascinated by Joe Danaher. Uh-huh. And and I had a conversation with Andrew Hanna at work. You know you could just shout sn- out to snip, Andrew. snip at that. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to Andrew Hanna. Well, yeah. What am I snipping? I'm just fascinated. <laughs> No, what did he say? Oh, I'm fascinated by Joe Danaher. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Andrew, two years ago, when when Danaher was in great form, said if you could have one player in the AFL to be able to recruit, to start a new team and build a whole side around, who would it be? And as I said to him, Patrick I said, well, a- Andrew, I know, I know you're, I know you're asking the question because you want me to say Joe Danaher. Is he an Essendon fan? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with but, them? But I said, I said, I'm, I'm not giving you the satisfaction. I'm saying Josh Kelly. And he goes, yeah, it's fair enough. He's and very it, hard on the sleeve, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Hannah. Yeah. But then I did say, but look, realistically, if I am doing it, it's Joe Danaher. Is it really though? Or two years ago it was. It's not now. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, but but this is what is what actually is Joe Danaher worth right now? Because he to a team needing to replace Buddy Franklin yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah potentially a lot. Well, he he kicked sixty five goals two years ago as a twenty four year old. 20, in fact, 24 at the end of the season, he would have started the season at 23 and a half. At that point, he was worth anything. You know, an aberration. More, he can't kick him. Clearly, his well, body... still kicked 65 his goals, body though, can't, Fabian, So Clearly, his body cannot hold up to the rigours of 20 games a year. Well, And, and, this and is, until he proves otherwise... And this is he's the Carson Wentz of the AFL. So, look, look but the bottom line is Sydney going to pay him a decent wage to attract him to go up there. I've got a theory for you. Yeah, talk, keep talking. This is not uh, this is what I was going to do. This is not um, groundbreaking by any stretch because there's really only two options: he stays or he goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing you. He stays, and he's doing as as happens. We're always on delay a little bit in Australia in the Australian sports market. He's just re-upping his deal. He's making eyes at Sydney, and what will come of it in the end? We see it in the NBA all the time. So you, you reckon he stays? You see it in the EPL all the time. He's making eyes at Sydney. Where there's smoke, there's fire. He's met with Tom Harley. He's given him a bum steer. They'll come back to him desperate. They'll re-up his deal. He's got one year to go. He'll come out of this for a four- or five-year extension on better money next year straight away. Don't don't forget the one other little element is... Um, they've played so much football without him. I reckon they've... Well, his old man played for the Swans, though. Don't forget, don't forget that. He had the opportunity yeah. to go there, father-son. Now, now, obviously, at the stage that he went there, um, you know, Essendon 
Essendon, you know, being sort of one of the powerhouse clubs and all that sort of stuff. But I, I think since Sydney, as a general rule, has probably built their reputation as a club and 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 it's probably a, a better place to go to get looked after. Maybe but then I choking. also <coughs> on a Mentos. Sorry, but, but but I also think the other issue is they don't have the fishbowl in Sydney, you know, and I think. Mental, I think his mental health had suffered in the last few years, as had happened with a number of AFL footballers. And I think Sydney just ends up becoming an environment that is every chance of suiting him better and giving him his, his chance of being the best footballer possible. But it still comes back to... If Essendon can get a good first rounder out of Sydney, do it. Well, every Essendon supporter tells... essentially two years. No, well, they have. But every Essendon supporter tells me that he's worth two first-round draft picks. Nah. Oh, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I was thinking about this when you sent us a text to put this on the agenda. I reckon he's worth potentially more. What? More than two first-rounders. To Sydney, yep. But he's got to play. Yeah, I understand that. That's the gamble Sydney have to take because Buddy's, Buddy's done. But you, but you Buddy's don't, done. But you don't have to give them well, that much else? because who else is going to? No, no, but this is the thing. If they want him, yep. they've got to go. They got to get him. But if Joe says, I want out, I don't want to be here, this is killing me. You know, I, I, my mental health is suffering here, playing here at Essendon, I want out. Sorry, guys. I think he's worth more to Sydney than pick eight and what would the other pick be? Well, what, whatever their pick is. That might be six or something five, like that. Whatever. Yeah, maybe, five, maybe. maybe that's about it. Maybe it's another another pick in there as well. Because I just think they're and go, Sydney are desperate. Sydney, the cliff, people don't realise. Like, we've seen it. We, we, we've seen it with us. We've seen it with other teams. The cliff is right there for the He's Swans. played 11 games in two years. They need him more than Essendon need him. They need to fit Joe Danaher more than Essendon do. If if Essendon's prepared to they're do the deal... They're not prizing two first-rounders. It's not happening. They're not, they're not prizing two no. first-rounders. Two first-rounders is the minimum. If they say it's two, two first-rounders... Is, is an extreme Two first-rounders is the minimum. If, if Sydney can do a deal with picks, say, 12 and 14 or something like that, you do it. Oh, it doesn't have Essendon to be. Are, Essendon aren't taking that. You of course they are. He's, no. paid, he's paid 11 games in two no. years. They've paid him, they've the probably paid him $1.6 million over two years for 11 games and 15 goals. No, no. The upside that he brings is worth so much more than that. And what you are trading for is what you might get. It's a risk. It's a gamble. That's why what But Essendon, they may get nothing okay. in performance out of Joe Danaher. That's and somebody risk. says, here is pick four. They, they, they select their terms That's and the say. Risk. Sydney, you want him, it's two first-rounders, and they risk. go, fine, we'll but give you 15 exactly like, and 18. That's exactly like Collingwood signing Brody Grundy up. Brody, yeah. they only want to offer three. Apparently he wants six or seven. That's yeah. like Collingwood, Collingwood going, oh, fucking all right, well, we'll give him six. He does his knee. Yeah. It's, it's the risk you take. Yeah. They're getting him. They're not getting Joe Danaher to play 11 games in two years if Sydney get him. It, it's just it, it's just going to be fascinating because you are going to have one party. Like if Joe Danaher turns around and says, thank you, Essendon, Obviously, we have history here with Dad having played here, but I've got history, got history with too. Dad being a mediocre player for you <laughs> and me now leaving you high and dry. Yeah, but but saying, but look, I want Dan to go to Sydney. Can, can you do the trade to um, get me what I want? And they've gone, we'll do our best. And 12 and 14, said, cut it. Dodoro walks in and says, it's two first rounders. And Harley goes, all right, let's, um, let's work out what we can do. Because it, it's it, not getting done, mate, for 12 and 14. It's not getting done. Well, let's, I, I think let's if, wait okay, and if you, see. Okay, if you were an Essendon fan, dead set. Put your Essendon hat on. You're an idiot all of a sudden. Hmm. So no. they, they come to you and they say, the deal's done. Uh, we put out a press release. We have secured picks 12 and 14 in the national draft. In a not a great draft from all reports, 12 and 14, 
for Joe Dan, a guy who two years ago has been cruel by injury, kicked 65 goals as a 23-year-old. Are you sitting there going, yeah, good deal, Dad, good, good deal, Dadora, we'll go and reinvest those picks at the draft? I think that's all you... Uh, the fact that you can get two first-rounders for a bloke that has barely but registered we, a blip on the radar... Fabian, we do this we, every year with Timbo. There are first-rounders and there are first-rounders. Agreed, agreed. Pick But 14. this is a bloke, with the exception of the kick after the siren at halftime of this year's Anzac Day game where he kicked the bomb from 55. What the fuck's he done in two years? Because he's been injured. Two years no, is that. a long time. But you said it yourself. His upside is enormous. Yeah, no. If he's no, fit. Yeah, he, he could be he's nothing. not fit. Sam Doherty could be nothing. I get that. Totally. And that's the risk and, and we're, we're taking expecting Doherty. him to be your run-of-the-mill 200-game player, half-back flanker who's going to be reliable, make good decisions. He's not an All-Australian anymore. Well, if, no. if he comes back and he plays All-Australian-esque football, fan-bloody-tastic, but he is just a footballer now, Sam I understand Doherty. that. I, so I, I cannot... I, now I, 20, I'm, I'm more in Tim's camp. You two got rocks in here if you that, think 12 that, and 14 that, again. That a, top, a top 10 draft pick... It just doesn't uh, have the collateral. A top 10 draft pick is not, sufficient. Is sufficient for One top 10 draft pick... One, yeah. not getting done, mate. Not getting done. You two are the worst list managers, theoretical list managers in the history of. The I AFL. think you're. I think you're going on. That's what they're buying. I'm going off. They're buying best case scenario. They can't afford to. Why not? Sydney. I've been on this bandwagon. This is context. I've been on this bandwagon for a long, long time. Pure free agency is a just as a matter of time. Matter of time. Yeah. That's why Geelong wanted Higgins. Goldstein, Jack Stephen, because I don't give a shit, because I know that sooner rather than later, pure, unrestricted, open slather, every man for himself free agency is on the way. So the Swans can take the gamble and two first round picks, two good first round picks. As soon as that to happens, the draft that, is worth nothing. No, that's no, well, to some. So they get Danaher in for two first round draft picks because Buddy's cooked. He comes in, he's a Buddy conduit, a Buddy avatar. And you replace him, they can you know, put, push Buddy out slowly, whatever. And then by the time that you know, they might be the repercussions of what they've traded away. There's be pure free agency, so it won't matter. That's what they're going for. That's what Geelong are going for. That's what Hawthorne are going for. All those teams, Sydney, that are clinging, like the little cat on the poster hanging there, that's what they're clinging to, that the wheel's turning and it's coming. That was a far more spirited discussion about Joe Danaher than I expected <laughs> on a Carlton podcast. We might get some Essendon fan cut through. Well, I, I reckon I reckon we sit back and we just wait and see what happens. I am more but than happy. Yeah. I, I, I think, especially I think, with the, the, the genius that is the Dodoro. Yeah, yeah. Dodoro probably wants five first-round drafts. Well, that's what he'll probably ask for. Dodoro's going to get Do you remember the face, um, Jason McCartney's face oh, after the Shield? That was amazing. He just had the face of I've had to spend an entire week with this dickhead. No, dickhead. he had a no. I thought he had the face of a guy that went, "I won." Go, you hung out, you held out. Yeah, no, you, you held look out, at the way he out. just is yeah. looking at the door. Well, I played you. You blinked. Uh, we're going to go now quickly into some finals matchups. We don't obviously have the teams, so we'll just give a. a brief. But, we know, but we know a couple of key bloody outs. Yeah, well, the appendicitis, hell of a, hell of a knock for the Giants and Lockie Whitfield. It's not great. Any of you two had appendicitis? Uh, uh no. I thought I was having it, but I had a kidney stone. Oh, that yeah, was pretty bad. You can't control what's coming out of either office. It's mm. just, it's just, it's at the rear end and at the at the mouth at the same time. Like you go just because of the pain. It's just, it's just once it goes, it just boom. It's just excruciating. So. It's not great. Um, well, that look that to me. I, I thought that the Giants were probably going to be up against it, irrespective. But if Green's out, uh, we probably think he might play. But with Whitfield now out, Cornelio's not going to be ready to go. Um, you know they were. F- Tremendously brave. I hate that word when talking about football, but they were tremendously brave last week to overcome the the Brisbane Orion. The Brisbane Orion could not could not handle the Greater West on the street on the They just giant. needed to get that goal. They just needed to get a goal, and that would have been all right. But Mate, I always say the it. ball was down there for 
95% of the set last quarter. I always say it, Fabian, the most important goal is the next goal. It's one of my, like, you know... I've never heard that before. I mean, yeah, I've said that. Not from you, no. No. What do you think of football in general? We're going to play that later. <laughs> <laughs> We've got that queued up for a bit later on. Um, can I just... We had a little bit of a uh, a couple of little text messages on the night, and I was pretty scathing on Cam Rayner. What have you? I said this. I said to Pete, I came in. Pete obviously had a bit of therapy yeah. around. Shout out Pete. to Pete. I love. Sorry, Thinking just, of you. just a quick, just a quick thing. So Pete's Pete's fortieth birthday party was on Sunday. Thanks for the invite, Pete. So <laughs> I, I catch up with Pete's dad. Pete's dad is good. He's into the yeah. five stages of grief. I said, yeah, yeah, how'd you go, Chris? Oh, yeah, what can you do? Blokes did a riot, blah, blah, blah. That's the Fitzroy thing. And I'm thinking, he's, he's taking that well. Yeah. Two hours later, Chris seeks me out <laughs> You know what? unload. We're just going to pick up what we were speaking about. <laughs> I've got a few extra thoughts. <laughs> and just unlo- unload it on everything. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's raw. And I felt for it because I wanted Brisbane to win the whole thing for Pete. I would have been great. And... Oh man, Bibble. I still remember when the guy kicks the goal. Who was it? Because all I remember, I t- Brent Daniels. I texted Pete and said, "Who the f is this C?" Very vulgar. I don't mind Daniels. He's a John Grammer boy. He went oh, to school no. with Paddy Dow and uh, Lockie O'Brien. So um, I'm like, if you get sunk by anybody, Green does something. Josh Kelly goes. Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy. Who? And I said, "Who the fuck is this?" I don't mind them. Imagine getting sunk by Jackson Nelson. Well, true. <laughs> who's this guy? Hey, he's a respected 50 games plus player he's in the 56. AFL. But two weeks ago, you'd forgotten his name. 57, what is it? But, but no, I was, I, I was unleashing on games. Cam, and I said, So I said to Pete, and then Pete had his therapy. We had it, you know, well, a little bit today as well. And he he was like, you know, a bit down. But he was, he's proud of his his Roy boys. And I just said, oh, Pete was skating on Cam Rayner. Uh, sorry, Tim, Tim was skating on. Well, I just want to give you the listeners a bit of an insight into Tim's who, who mindset. Who on, on, on the text thread? Tim's mindset on the Saturday night during the game. We are not ten minutes into the match. Game over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair call. It 15, was four. It was four minutes into the match. 15, it was actually fifteen minutes later. The Lions are in front. When you saw that text, did you think? I thought it's, Grand, Fabian, it's Fabian got Tim's phone. I thought I'd Lockie Plowman's done something. I wrong. had grand final flashbacks from last year where these <laughs> these two guys were like, "Game's over, pies won, pies won, game's over." And I'm sitting there. Going, no, oh, he he said fun. that early, and then but that was after was that three on grand goals. final day or grand final prelim? day? Grand final day. No, it was day. grand final day. Okay. It was Collingwood, you and you said game over after the first three goals or two goals. It yeah. might have even been. And I, I was, chimed in at six and said, "Yeah, I reckon you might be right." Tim but, thought, "I'm just going to wait just till they're just a little bit further in front." I held the faith all the way through and was vindicated. By Dom Sheed. Who I'd back to win the Norm Smith medal. He should have won the Norm Smith medal. Fucking tell me about it. Um, so who do we think's winning? Uh, obviously, it's a Can I finish Rich. off the Cam Rayner story? Oh, oh sorry, Cam Rayner. Briefly, briefly. So briefly. Cam Rayner, half time. You said number one had, draft pick. He, he had one, he'd kicked one goal. It was not a bad goal, but that was six possessions, zero tackles in the first half. Mm. Second half, two further possessions, one tackle. You're at number one draft pick in a game where you needed one goal to win. Surely you're good enough to be able to find something in the moment, and he's always been the the man for the moment, and it's just not there. And I, I'm, he needs a massive preseason. He needs, he needs to do a, a bit more. Massive preseason. He needs to be more than a than a small forward. Well, he's, yeah, an exciting finisher. I mean, you got to be able to you got to perform. Well, Toby, Toby Green performs. Well, he's a spasmodic finisher, isn't he? Really, at the moment. Well, his best is very, very good, but it's just too, all and too fleeting. And this is what frustrates me with a guy like, and we get it down in the Melbourne Carlton bubble. We're committed to it, but the what what Paddy Dow's you know he's had a down year and and whatnot. But what he what he's endured this year by way of scrutiny. Yeah. Well, Rainer's 
taken two picks before him, playing in a better side. Avoided it all together. He's avoided it all together. Little bits here and there, but you sit there and go, well, Paddy Dow was trying to play his trade in a battling midfield at won one game of its first 12. Yep. Yeah, geez. So a bit of perspective wouldn't have gone astray. Uh, so who do we think's winning Friday night? Obviously, is uh, Geelong and Richmond. Richmond comfortable. Yeah, Richmond very comfortable. I was thinking yeah, about, I've I'll... I've never placed a bet on football in my life, but I was thinking of taking the Tigs at one thirty-four because I was like, that's just money in my pocket. Savaradigali is going to kill himself one day on he, the field. He's, he's or... got no perception of timing and like he just, he's, he's he just steamrolls to a contest and leaps. Yeah. And then think, shit, hopefully the ball's somewhere in the vicinity of where I've jumped. When I open my eyes. And I then mean. when he when he opens his eyes, you know what he's seeing? Shit, the ground coming to him quickly. Yeah. Or I fear or, for him. Or it's going to hurt himself. Case may be his leg in half. Mm. They played one another earlier this year, and Geelong absolutely slaughtered them. Timbo, they slaughtered them. Richmond had a few outs. Look, they, absolutely they did. But, and I said this to my sister who, you know, and again, shout out to Kath. Um, I want your jats on the line. Are you leading up to a Geelong tip? Here? No, no. I think Richmond will win, but why am I Richmond, even this nonsense? But Richmond has to has to have. They're not on the 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 blood no. slash power. power. No, no, no. no. So, but no, the cats, Geelong grammar. The, the, there's there's a little bit of Geelong, cats. Geelong if grammar, cats Geelong kicks grammar. the first two goals, surely the Richmond players that played in that game earlier this year say to themselves, they're not going to do it again, are they? Surely they're not going to do it again. Can well, I say it? Can I say it? Cats are shit, mate. Richmond win this comfortably. They're not shit. Timbo, before we but move we on. But we talked about the cliff this time last year, and they had a great season, but when it comes down what to it, they they're, not, they're, not, get, they're, they're not getting it done. We're getting sidetracked. Before we move on, Timbo, I need you to rank your favourite teams. Carlton, the Bloods. <laughs> Port Adelaide, Geelong Grammar. <laughs> Geelong Grammar. Yeah. You always fucking you talk about Geelong, Geelong Grammar. You Geelong Grammar a lot. Well, you like Geelong Grammar as much two as... two draft picks two years ago were from Geelong Grammar. You like Geelong Grammar as much as Fabian likes the fucking Legends Lunch. You brought it up this week again. No, no, no. Legends Lunch is, is, it is was one a of furlong great... in front down the straight Would six. We, if they did another Legends Lunch, how much was it? Do you know? I'll ask GTA for the info. Yes. Because it was one of oh, those... No, things, no, no. It was probably a couple of hundred. We'd all, we 180 all, or something, maybe. We'd almost need to go. 120. If they did a maybe le- 120. If they did another Legends lunch, just as a, we'd almost need to go. Need to go? If Sticks was there. there. If we'd we'd there. almost need to do it. Bloody oath I'd be um, there. And then obviously the other one uh, is Saturday afternoon. Can I, can I just interject for Quickly, one second? Timbo. I tried to tell you the story before we even started, but I was in a meeting downstairs in our office yesterday mm-hmm. and the receptionist comes over and says, oh, Tim, there's someone here to see you. And I'm like... Sticks. sticks. It was Sticks. I'm not expecting anybody. And uh, and I thought, who who's come to see me? And one of the other guys gets out of the booth that we're in. He said, um, there's some bald man in the foyer. Mill Hanna. Mill Hanna. Hmm. So I've got my ticket to Captain the, of the, the Carlton of the Century. property uh, football function on what? Thursday afternoon. What the hell is this? Where was our invite? I know. Well, Carlton property. Timbo? Who's on that? Fraser Brown? Don't know. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah. Mill? Mill. Piercy? Haven't seen Piercy. Luke Livingston was there last Livo? time. Sticks was there. Sticks. Brattles. Brattles, yeah. Uh, no, Diesel. Luke O'Sullivan. Do you remember the day that Sticks called me at Cardinal? Yeah. Why? To thank me for my suggestions. Oh, yeah, you've told this before. Yeah. 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 When you're sitting at your desk just going about your business and reception says... Stephen Kearney. It was actually Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever um, Brent Gleeson rings me, 
You if think I, it's Adrian Gleeson? No, if I ring him, he'll always answer with like uh, Stephen Derui speaking or someone yeah. like Adrian Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we tend to do that from time to time. David, David, David Goodhand. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Uh, and so who we think, so obviously we think Colin was beating the Giants, unfortunately, Easily. for the Giants. Oh, I don't think Colin was that good. I think they're vulnerable, but GWS weight of very important injuries might get a hold of them. You've, but had, a, I, you've had a bit I, each way there, Tim. I'm picking the Giants. Wowzers. Wowzers. I'm going to win Giants. the flag, right? Yeah, get yeah, fucked. Yeah, they're no yeah. good. Tim, they're going to stroll into a premiership, mate. Richmond will destroy them. Shut up. Moving on. What did I say in that text? We're going to move on now to the EPL. Yep. You taking this one, Fab? No, all we're going to do, so when you introduce me, mate, just go, now we move on to EPL and Fab's five. How we, how long have we been going? 40-something minutes. We're all going right, okay. We're tight. going okay. Tight. So, look. I don't, know, I, think, I don't reckon we're going to crack tight 60, but I reckon it's a tight One of the seven. worst United sides in... 30 years that was is somehow most, sitting fourth that was one of the most <laughs> on the EPL table that was one of the most boring games of football I didn't even text you in the second half I was asleep this is how boring it was right <laughs> halfway through the first half nothing of note Sean, Sean thank God Sean was awake for this Sean they, uh, Tim they cut the game yeah. so it's live they cut the game and start showing Sadio Mane's highlight not even highlights highlights it was the one goal one goal on loop <laughs> And after five minutes, I'm thinking, it's not coming back. What's going <laughs> so on like, here? Sean, is your Optus still working? He's like, nah, they're showing Sadio Mane's goal on loop. That's how the the person, the director, whoever, this at the switchboard's all like, interest. No, Get rid of it. It was horrible. It was but, awful. Uh, it was absolutely woeful. Nothing happened in the second half. Nah, it was boring. It was just shitful. So defensively, defensively we're all right. We yeah, just can't score. a tiny bit suspect. So, we can't seem to score from open play. I said this to you on the text. The so no. frustration for me is we can't seem to fashion good chances. Between us and Arsenal, there's play. one complete good team. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll defend. And David Luiz is not in it. Mate, we told you about David Luiz. We told you about <laughs> Hey, I knew about David Luiz. No, Jeez, he's horrible. He's awful. But seriously, How what, he what, made happened a career? To, what happened to just goal kick and the keeper just kicks to the halfway line and you try and win a header? Now everyone tries to play out. There was, it felt like there was 85 people what about just Man- on the outside of the Arsenal box. What about Manchester City? They're trying to play out. They're just passing it to... It's extraordinary. It's just it's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, match day... So do you want to give us the rundown? Do you want to give us the intro to what Fabs 5 is? We've done this, haven't we? We're like week three? Yeah, but we didn't air last week. We didn't air last week. We so don't have the results of last week. No, no, we're going to skip it. because your, Tim- your whole thing is already in disarray. No. This whole so segment. Fabs 5, every week, it's a typical competition. So we're one week... What? Actually, I do have the results here, Sean. Bullshit. You said you lost them. No, no, from the first week, which we're counting. Well, we need the second week. So the Segments and life support. This, this is the latter. Tim on 14, Sean on 8, Fabian on but 7. But we've missed like several weeks due to your incompetency and failure to get on to Tim to get his tips. So, game week number 6. Tim, we are basically, at, I'll describe it because Fab... Fabian, well, it's just a tipping competition. Fabian I, I list five games. We nominate the winner and the scoreline. You get a point if you get the result correct. Yeah, Fabs if five and games. only with if you get the result correct. You get bonus points if you get the goals for either side correct. It sounds convoluted, but it's relatively straightforward. It's relatively straightforward. If you get the correct scoreline well, I had a and the winner, you get three points. I had a suspicion that I might have got last week's Arsenal Watford You may have. Correct. We'll go to the tape and we'll put them... <laughs> no tape. There's we'll, no tape. We'll put... No, we've got the tape. We just can't upload it. No, I had to delete it. Oh, it's gone. It's taking up space on the recorder. Anyway, give us that game number one. So game number one, we're going to go with... This is in no order of Are when you recording play. this? You're recording this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm tips. recording this. I like this segment more and more. 
So Chelsea versus Liverpool. Stamford Bridge. At Stamford Bridge. Chelsea obviously had a disappointing result this morning in the Champions League. Gave up a, a 1-0 uh, result to Valencia at home. And Liverpool had a worse. And, well, Naples, N- Napoli's a better team. So, you know, that's... Um, but, look, Chelsea are just so up and down. Full credit, we spoke about them when they played United. Tammy Abraham, what would he be able to do? He scored eight goals. So he's had a real purple In patch. one game. Yeah, one game. Unbelievable performance. Hopefully, Adam is your fantasy <laughs> captain. Um, but he scored eight goals for the season thus far. He's been quite good, leading the line more or less one out. You know, Mason Mount got injured this morning, but continues to impress. He's having a good season. They like seem to be his ankle or something like that. Didn't they they seem to be making do with what they've got. But I think the difference between their best and their worst is Grand Canyon, and what you're going to get from him. Unfortunately, I think Liverpool will ruthlessly expose them. I think they will win three nil. 3-0 for Sean. Timbo. Liverpool have been incapable of keeping a clean sheet well, this season. Um, Alisson did Beckham. a calf on opening day. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Adrian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Adrian. No, it's Adrian. Adrian! <laughs> he is fucking useless. Well, I'm going 3-1. I'm going 3-1 because so, they will concede a goal. Yeah, okay. But we're so, very, very like-minded, so to, Sean. To Liverpool. So 1-3. Yeah, 1-3. Chelsea-Liverpool. I am going for a 2-2 draw. 2-2? You reckon Chelsea are going to score? They are. No, I'm just going to say it and not believe it. Going for a 2-2 draw. You just left a bunch of points. So I'm going for a draw, 2-2. Just left a bunch of points on the table there. Next game is Manchester City at home to Watford. They will bounce back City. Obviously, they were sucker punched by Norwich last outing. Full credit to the Canaries. Um, but I think that uh, you know Watford obviously got their first good result of the season at home to uh, Arsenal, due in large part to Arsenal's defensive incompetence. Um, I, I think that City bounce back and, and win this fairly comfortably. Uh, I'm going to say 4-0. Timbo? Well, thinking very similarly, the fact that uh, Arsenal got to a 2-0 lead against Watford, I've written down Man City 2-0. Two which nil. is probably not enough. No, oh, well, but, they, I'll, but I'll stick with the 2-0. They, they, they'll have a point to prove is my thing. If they yeah, can yeah. score early, it could get messy. I, I think Watford messy. will score, but City will score five. Mm. Wow. You know, when City get on a roll and... They'll have blood in the nostrils. Raheem muscles. hasn't been on the score sheet for a while, a couple of weeks, and uh, mm. he'll score. Is Jeez. Raheem that good? Yes. No, he's not. Well, I disagree. He's not. He's dynamic. He scores finishes. every week and his output is phenomenal, but he's just not a good player. But mm-hmm. anyway. Okay. All right. Do we have anyone Glad as, I asked that do question. We, do we have anyone as good as him? Sean, we're shit, mate. Yeah, but do we have anyone as good as him? Yes, that wasn't the question. Poor Pogba. Yeah. I think he's a very, very, very good player. Leicester City versus Tottenham Hotspur at the King Power. The King Power. Just trying to think of the name. So, look, Leicester. Well. This is the Saturday early kickoff. Oh, and for good. fantasy... Um, Doers, yeah. there is a Friday night football game, so get your team in early. I think it is. The Leicester were pretty lethargic against us. They were pretty unimpressive for a team that had started the season okay. Mm, I um, don't think they've got much. No, they don't, but they'd started the season relatively positively. I, I think that Spurs are such an up and down team, such an emotional team. Um, if they can start well, that'll that'll get them off to you know the, the perfect. Oh, I'm going to say one all. I just think that it's Leicester will grind and grind and grind. I think being at home will help. I think it'll okay. be 1-1. Leicester 1, Spurs 2. Leicester 1, Spurs 2. I'm going with the same scoreline. I think Spurs will get the job done, but Leicester will score at home. Jamie Vardy, 
So, yeah, do I get a bonus point for that too? No, I don't know. You're making the rules. The Your segment. It is my segment. Next Your game baby. is Wet Spam versus Man United at... The Olympic they, Stadium? Is, it, is that what it's... I, think it's just, I don't think they can actually name it anything. I think it's the Olympic Stadium. I've seen West Ham play there. It was a dreary old game. They played uh, Crystal Palace. I was going to say, I thought you were saying you saw them play United. No, no. So I saw... when uh, Jose put Scott McTominay <laughs> at centre-back. What a nightmare. Um, look, this is always a dangerous game for us. West Ham love United coming to town. It's a big, big day. Um, they always seem to get up for it and make life difficult for us. At least it feels that way. We've, we've had some, some really tricky tricky outings there in the recent past, uh, both at Upton Park, obviously, and, and the new stadium. Um, we're just really lacklustre. If Pogba comes back, great. If Martial's back, obviously helps. We're just so light on. We're just so light on. That's our squad. Our squad you know, is, is, is complete rubbish. Um, if we can emotionally get up for this and, and and sort of weather what West Ham have got to offer in the opening 10 to 15, we should be okay. Yep. Um, a bit worried, to be honest. I, I just don't know if we can score multiple goals as well. So I think we have to win. I think I'll go United 1-0. 1-1 draw. I'm going with the United 2-0. I think we get one goal up pretty early, which we tend to do. Mm. And then we'll nick one at the end. I'd like us to be a bit more positive. I'd like us to be... talking about just you and I on the text. Yeah, yeah. I'd like us to be you and me. Just positive. I'd actually... 12 nil. You know what actually I'd like? I'd like a a shout-out. Subdued shout-out. Late shout-out. Scott McTominay. I think he's he's been all right. I mean, look, to be brutally honest... He's playing to the... He might not be, ultimately, when it's all said and done, he might not be United quality. But at least he's given it everything. He's given it everything. He's tidy. Um, And I think at the moment, to be honest with you, I think he'd be up there with Dan James in the... Sort of player of the year reckoning very early in the season. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be him and him and Dan James. Agree. Is so, that all you got for us? Oh, the next game. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was waiting for other other tips. Arsenal at home at the Emirates against Aston Villa. This is given the way Arsenal, your boys are defending Timbo. It's it's, it's absolutely embarrassing. But it's a banana skin. Villa of. Villa, mate, they're, they're really not that good. I see Arsenal. Are you going to concede? You're going to score three, but will you concede? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I've got us at 2-1. Okay, I've got you at 3-1. I'm going to say 2-all. Two 2-all. Two Again. I'm going to say 2-all. You know, I reckon Jack Grealish, those giant calves. Um, he, he's playing the 1982 Maradona socks down style. You can't get the calves up. You can't get the socks over his calves. <laughs> like, dead set. So what was your scoreline, Timbo? Uh, I was 2-1 Arsenal. I think Arsenal is so suspect. By a defence. A proper defence. So that is it for Fab's, That's it. Fab's five. So. Okay. Well, if we ever find... Like I said, the, we focus on the top six. Okay. All right. If we ever find the lost uh, scores from last week, I'd be keen to know how we went. I'll post them. We'll see how we go. Uh, we're going to move now into NFL. This is obviously my domain exclusively, but... Uh, Although you did come up with some news that Tim and I... I did actually, didn't I? We're unaware Actually, of. hold on, hold on. Got a special guest, Bill Belichick's rung in just before we get started. Okay. Oh, what do you got to say? Sorry, just Bill, what do you got to... Yeah, I like football, I like football season and all the things that go with it. Well said. Um, <laughs> I think we all I think we all agree with Bill. Yep. This isn't necessarily my type of football, but uh, you know, I appreciate what it's doing for everyone else in the room. Look, it's it's... It's an indifferent start to the season. It's a bit. I th- oh, I'm, putting, I'm putting. Are you? Di- are you like Christmas Day has come, but you're a bit underwhelmed by the I, presents? I, I, I'm. I'm. This is just my opinion. I think a lot of 
teams, and especially a lot of starting quarterbacks, didn't play any snaps in the preseason. And I think it has contributed to a slow start for some teams. So, mind you, there's the slow, and then there's the Miami Dolphins. Aren't they a bad side? Who, by people who obviously know more about football than Tim and I, have ranked them as the worst side in NFL history. I don't know anything about it. I like what they're doing. <laughs> They've conceded like 96 points. Who gives a shit? They're not playing for this year. They have got a raft. They have got a treasure trove of draft picks ready to rock and roll and reload. They're not good enough. You keep saying they're stalled until paid, uh, Brady retires That or was the plan seven years but, ago. This bastard won't retire. He's going to play till he's 50. No, but, but he's 42, so we're getting closer. And the thing <laughs> That's is, what they thought he was 35. Yeah, yeah, but genuinely, we are closer. They've got a range. They've got a yeah. raft of picks, and they're just going to load up, load up, load up, and they're going to build a, like a little bit like a Carlton have done in the sense that a lot of teams have done it, but get a, a group of players who are kind of more or less the same age, and chuck them all together, grow together, play together, and build a dynasty. I'm not saying it's going I to win the Super Bowls, but I, I like the method. Sit there and go, we are miles away from it with our best team. Strip it right back. Let's start again. Love it. Like yep. the attitude. Love it, as Kevin would say. So this past week, there's, there's injuries have been rife, the theme. So to make you know get self-indulgent for a moment, my Eagles played... Very poor in the first half and should have won it in the end against the Falcons. But we lost every possible offensive weapon during that game. We lost Alshon Jeffrey. We lost Deshaun Jackson. We lost. We lost. Um, the other guy. Dallas got it at tight end, and I'm pretty sure we lost. We lost Carson Wentz for a concussion protocol for. What was about wrong with 10 that? Minutes. You guys made a fucking balsa wood. What's wrong with him? He keeps getting hit, mate. That's <sighs> how. Clear helmet. I spoke about this. And he can't the see. The thing is, the second half he plays fishbowl. He plays the same way that he does. What gets him hurt and reaps spectacular plays that bring us back into the game. So this guy's, this guy's. You know what he is, man. It's overrated. Oh, he's not overrated. You're pinning your hopes me. on this guy. Look, so, Durability is the Joe Danaher of the NFL. The big injuries. Oh, now you're on board. <laughs> so from obviously from the failed record, Nick Foles. We lost the week. In week one. So he's gone. So Jacksonville are effectively... Big Ben. Season over. Big Ben hurt his elbow. Done. So he's done for the season. Might be the end of Big Ben, people are saying. He's prepared to come. He's on a three-year contract. How old is he? Old. Eli Manning draft. It's the same draft. Same draft. So in Eli today, that's the news you'll bring. I broke that. Eli has been... Benched. Yep. And the starting QB... Position at the Giants. Well, we spoke last week. Ju- that, they're rubbish. Mate, the Giants, we so, spoke yeah. last week about that. I think it was last week about that Gemini man. Yep. The New York Giants are just Gemini man. They've replaced Eli Manning with Eli Manning with a younger version of Eli Manning. That's Gemini man. That's what it is. They should do a tie-in commercial. So that's who else is Drew Brees? Yes. Drew Brees went down. The thumb, and they're saying six to eight weeks. But you need the thumb. They're gone by then. You need the, the Saints thumb. are gone by then. Well, the when, we, done, when you talked about the top 10 of the NFL at the start of the year... Did I? You did. Did I? Uh, well, one of the questions in the quiz was who was number one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Drew Brees was number two. So who acor- was number to, one? Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald. Yeah. But th- according to that, second best player in the competition is out for eight weeks, yeah. which is half the season. Then That's you got... Massive. They, yeah. could be a, they, they could still be a bit of a, a road hump. 
you know, later in the year for other teams. Oh, look. Be a nuisance. Well, it's just who plays in his place. Just playing it, in that um, dome down there. I did read it. Teddy Bridgewater? He yeah. is, but it's just... It's, he's Teddy Bridgewater's not Drew Brees. He's not the second best player in the competition. Well, I think but they've... No, it'll be no, interesting no, no, to see no, what no, he Teddy does Bridgewater did his knee while he was the starting QB at Minnesota no, and isn't the same it's player. It's not... They've got Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> he only knows three players. <laughs> well, speaking of Vinny Testaverde, the Jets... So not only have they lost Sam Darnold to mononucleosis... Yeah, he's got the kissing disease. The kissing disease. So he's <laughs> been hanging out at high schools. Oh, much. Jesus. So... Trevor Simeon's come in as the backup, and he was at um, uh, Denver. 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 He was at Denver yep. a couple of seasons back, and he cops an almighty hit on trying to complete a long pass. And so he's cooked. He's done. And so they've got a third stringer. So I the saw, Jets. I saw that during this game. See, are you guys astounded at how good my NFL knowledge is for a guy that doesn't watch a snap? You surprise me on occasions. During this game, so, you know, what's his name goes down? Simeon comes in, he goes down. Yep. Le'Veon well, Bell was their second string quarterback yeah. in the event that the third guy went down. Yeah. Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Bell was going to yeah, take no, a couple absolutely. snaps. Well, I don't know if touched it like it was he had to Mate, go and Do you reckon I was time. watching this shit? Oh, if you flick through ESPN, do you, you'll see oh, it. Flick through ESPN that just while I'm doing some receives, work on the computer. <laughs> Where am I doing that? Figure it out, mate. I'm just that good. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been an indifferent start. Cam Newton. Hasn't got role. So the story is. Who did all I compare revolved. Cam Newton to? No, I compared the Carolina. Was this on the record last week? We lost some gold. I was on fire with the NFL. That story about September 11 and Jennifer Love Hewitt was just. Eh, well, we, can, that's, we can leave that out. No, I was talking about Cam Newton. I said that the Panthers are the Crows. They got to the big dance, had their hearts broken, and they haven't recovered since. And Cam Newton's Tex Walker. Maybe, but they've got Christian McCaffrey, who is uh, the Swiss Army knife of yes. the NFL. Yeah. That said, the Christian McCaffrey stands, I think is well given made. the ball to win him the game and doesn't make it. Yeah, he's not. It's not Superman. I have. I'd put the ball in Superman's hands, in yeah, Cam Newton's yeah, hands, yeah, yeah. in that situation. You're saying you know what Cam Newton just needs. You know what he needs. You know what Cam Newton needs. Kick up the ass. Bit of confidence. You know what he needs. When are they playing the Dolphins? Sean. <laughs> he needs an easy his kill. Strength. His strength is. The fact that he's big, mobile, and can make plays with his arms. He's not the best with his arm, but once he, he can move. So he's got he's got a double threat. Like techno technotronic. You play five move this. <laughs> you play five or six seasons that way. You can way. try to plant that in the record, Tim. It's not working. I've got the song already. You can play five or six seasons that way and eventually the hits are going to catch up with you. Are they though? Yeah. He has a lot of off time to get his body right. I think that's a lame duck excuse. I don't think you've ever been hit. What are you thinking about the forty ers Nothing. They're they're a vanilla they're a vanilla team. I think you're getting excited over Jimmy something. G. No, don't get excited. You'll win this one. You'll be three and zero. Jimmy yep. G. Throwing the picks. And in. our first two wins that we've had have been on the road. Correct. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you noted that. I'm not. I'm not. Set I'm it not off quite earlier. I'm not going to <laughs> deprive you of, of of due credit, but I, I, I wouldn't get overly excited about where you're going to end Who've up. Who've they season. beaten? Uh, we beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a superior defensive effort. Jameis Winston not on? Uh, no, just quelled him. You remind Tim, they're in the same conference as the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. You're not getting out of it, mate. Yeah. Wild card. Not, mate, so, you're, not you're, so we're going to beat them. You're, you're, wild card. You got off to a good start for wild a wild card. card. I reckon you, it, it all, it all... Two away wins. And who else did you beat, Buccaneers? That is Tampa Bay. Yeah, who else? Uh, the Bengals. The Bengals? So you've beaten no one. 
Beaten no one. Walking like an Egyptian. What was, the, what, you know, was the, what was her name? What was it? The girl from Samantha Hoff. No, what was the girl's name from Entourage? She's a Bengals girl. Oh, what's Lizzie Susanna, Grant. Susanna Hoff. Lizzie, Grant. Lizzie Grant's team. Autumn Risa. Yeah, Lizzie Grant's team. Yep. All she wanted was the promotion, Fab. All she wanted That's was it. Ari to give her the promotion, but Ari didn't want to give her the promotion, and it caused a shitstorm. I'm just cooling my jets, but I'm just saying I think it's a reasonably good uh, draw that we've got. In front of us, yep. all we can do is take care of business. We've got a running back by committee, Jimmy G, as good as he was this week. He only threw 20 times, so we're not reliant on an aerial game. You know, mate. We're playing traditional football where we run first. You're playing the sort of football job. We're averaging 6.2 yards per carry. Steve Any Young. team that does that just takes pressure off themselves Jerry as they Ross. keep on going. Um, well, like we always say, Tim, we always say it. Every game matters in the NFL, so that's why it's the sport it is. So do you like football? I do like football. <laughs> I love football. Bill, Bill, <laughs> Bill, you're still there. What do you think about football? Hold on, just let me cue you up, Bill. <laughs> yeah, I like football. I like football season, all the things that go with it. Mate, I'm totally with you. So, yeah, like, like, there's a bit of, obviously, a continuity that we've missed, obviously, because last week we did speak about the whole, Od- not the Odell Beckham thing, the... Um, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. So and he's obviously hit the ground. Running, running. literally. Bill talking absolute bullshit. Oh, you did you target Antonio you Brown? You hate you hate Belichick no. and the Pats. Everyone knows they start that game with the intention of giving Antonio Brown the football, getting him involved, getting him up and running. Tom's he, he gets out in front of the media, nah nah. I just throw to whoever's open. Well, Dicks, probably, mate. I mean, that's probably true. You're running a set play. That's probably true. The bloke who's going to be open is the bloke you've decided to be open. No, not necessarily. Well, you'll run a scheme to Hold try on. and get Hold a on. player free. The, the, you've Ma- been Madden, talking about... Madden, Madden 19 experience yeah, coming I've in. played four games of that. You've been talking about how the, the Dolphins are so bad. You've got a bit of the Sean McVeigh's about you. You've been talking about the Dolphins are so bad. So if the Dolphins are so bad, is it not inconceivable that... Okay, we're going to run the route so Antonio's open. Is it not inconceivable that, oh, he's open as well? Oh, he's lost him in coverage. Oh, we've actually got three options here. And that one's actually better. They brought him into up. the game, which is what the right thing to do. And, um, well, typical Patriots, 10 asses, they've... Uh, they won 43 nil. Yeah. No, just to pick up Antonio Brown in the circumstances that they did. Is, uh, good on him. He's going to be charged for rape. He'll no, probably he be in prison in Have you seen that time. thing? I'm not defending the guy on the charges or defending the charges. It's obviously a, a slippery slope. But you read the, the sort of the... Thing and you're going, nah, you won't, you'll get off that. But will he be on the uh, Willie Beeman? <laughs> no, will he be on the commission? Steeman, Willie Beeman, um, exempt list. Exempt list. I don't think he can because it's just a, a yeah, baseless just an accusa- yeah, accusation. accusation. I think he'll be fine. You guys just want it to happen because you hate the Patriots and you're, you're annoyed that they're going to win. There, I hope they make the Super Bowl. It gives us someone to <laughs> something to cheer, something to cheer for. Come February, early February. Yeah, go Niners. At uh, the Sporting Globe, South Marine. Yeah. Sporting Globe, Jesus. Why do you just watch it at home? I was a very good atmosphere last year. Like, wings, the Rams, were, wings were good. The Rams gave us nothing. That one time they actually made a play, the, the, the room erupted. Like, it just, the room wanted to just explode. Unfortunately, the Rams gave us nothing to kind of explode. Was Bill in there? Yeah, him and his, his, his little mate, Brian, were at the front. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Brian. So, Brian was a good fella. No, he's a good bloke. Mm. Away from the US of A. I wasn't there. I can't comment. Um, you were invited. Don't be a knob. I was probably working, wasn't I? 
What? It would have been working. Start of the year. Yeah, mate. Yeah, you might have still been on the bike. I was, no, 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 I wasn't on the bike. No, you were already a victory by then. I was. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get off Couldn't get off work. Kidding me? <laughs> Not in February. <laughs> no. We're on to week 75 of the A-Lex. <laughs> Things never fucking ending. So yeah. It feels like it's still going. So um, that's th- why every game matters. Every in the game NFL. matters in the NFL because there's so many, so few of them, and they're just like precious. Every so at, yeah, apart from the Pats, there's no real. Everything's kind of a bit of a, and the Cowboys have got off to a fly, but um, so why are they off to a fly, but the Forty ers aren't? Because they're a better side than the Forty ers mm-hmm. They just are, Tim. Okay. So. That you talk about the NFL done? That's done, mate. All right. That's been good. Tight 70. How was that? On no prep. Tight 70. How good. Um, well, thank you very much for being here, Fabian. It's good to have you again. I did an NFL preview without you, Tim. What did you think? Oh, I enjoyed it. It's good. Did you, did I was disappointed. No, I was just disappointed I wasn't part of it. But yeah. that wasn't your fault. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So thank, thank you for joining us again tonight. Uh, That's how we we're wrap things it. up. Love it. No quiz. We don't have a quiz, unfortunately. I didn't have time to, to draw one up. So Steve-O is going to be pissed. That's one of my favourite parts. Doing the quiz is a fucking chore, but actually delivering the quiz is good fun. You can make up five questions on the spot. Nah, I had about three or four, but I was like, I can't. I, I want to give it my whole you, you effort. Want to give us one? Nah. Just give us one. Just give us one. I honestly can't even remember what it was. There was oh, a, it was, I was a cr- say, there winner was, takes all. No, nah, there was a cricket one. There was some NFL ones. Do you ever play that at school? Like you play playing soccer, and it'd be like the you'd be down sixteen two. Sixteen two. Winner takes next, all. Next goal wins. <laughs> and Twelve then all of a sudden, goals up. Hey, you notice, and then all of a sudden, the game gets serious. And it's like that last goal takes twenty minutes because all of a sudden people play defense, people run back, people pass. It's yeah. just good times. No, well, sounds like it. Um, so thank you for being with us, Fabian. Dickhead. <laughs> and of course, welcome back to Timbo. Good to have you back after your couple of weeks away. Always a pleasure, Sean. And this song as we go out, it's just for you, Timbo. Really technotronic. No. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye.